Howdy, and welcome to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast. I've never said that like that before. Are you you're not going to go with that take? No. Okay. Okay. Howdy, and welcome to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast, where we discuss song lyrics that completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today we are coming to you from the timeless void to continue analyzing Haley Steinfeld's EP, Half Written Story. And since we're in the timeless void, we won't be discussing flags and knitting, but stay tuned for some predictions for things we might have done. We've never done this before. We've never recorded three episodes in one day. Nope. It's never in territory. <laughs> we've arrived in, we've arrived in, new, in, in a new, in a new space. Um, how are you? Same as I was during the last episode, but you know, like. We took a short break. Yeah, we took a short break. Yeah. And now we're back for episode number three. Episode three of the, uh, not for you, but for us. Of the five-part series. The Timeless Void has a continuous... Does the Timeless Void have time? Like, is this linear for us in this Timeless Void, or, like, does it, it's timeless, so... Yeah, it, I mean, it's more timeless for the listeners than for us. Interesting take. Um, How do you feel about the song? We didn't really talk about that before. Well, um... Does anything stand out about this song? This song, well, I, I mean, the, the, um, the, uh, the beginning, well, you, you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> okay. I think we just jump into the analysis of the song. Okay, we don't talk about impressions? No. Nobody cares about our impressions. But if you, if you <laughs> want to talk about them, you can, but, like, my, um... I mean, if you if you remember from the first episode, which you know is like three months ago for for y'all in Timeland, um, Timeland, you know, I I listened to them all in in one day, um, and just kind of listened to them once, and then Spotify did the thing where it starts suggesting random songs that are somewhat related, mm-hmm. um, and so then I got confused. <laughs> it's okay, and I was like, wait, I don't think this is this is still the same album, um, but I had like read over the lyrics but anyway this i mean the lyrics are do stand out somewhat um and we'll talk about them in the lyrics um but if you have any specific feelings about this specific song <laughs> um i like the sample or not the sample the 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 reference yes it's kind of both that's what i was gonna um, say production's good the drop slash post chorus like vibe <laughs> i don't know what to call it is really nice on my ears i like that um Whatever when when they go like L O V E N D and there's like the beat comes in that's nice because the because the instrumental the beginning's pretty sparse. Um, <sighs> do you feel um you feel ready? Yeah, let's just okay okay okay. Um, uh, so it it starts like this. L is for the way you lied to me. O is I'm the only one who sees that V you're so vind- wait we didn't say what song this is. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess <laughs> it's, it's called End This L-O-V-E. There we go. Yeah, sorry. Okay, carry on. Continue with the lyrics. L is for the way you lied to me. O is I'm the only one who sees that V, you're so vindictive, so I'll be vicious. And E-N-D, this L-O-V-E, love. Love. In parentheses. Yes. Also, this is the first time that we have a, a punctuation addressing somebody. Maybe the person they're talking to is V. 
Ooh, yeah. So I realized that, you know, they're trying to do the whole very, it's the reference to that, I think it's Nat King Cole, the uh, L-O-V-E love, yeah. the song that's like very, supposed to be romantic and, you know, mm-hmm. and they're kind of flipping L is that. for the way you look at me, O is I'm your, the only, or, you're the only one I see or something like that. V is very, very extraordinary. <laughs> e is even more than anyone that you adore. Yeah, So that's the, like but it's, it's like a playoff of that, but it also differentiates itself um, strong enough, strongly enough in the style and and delivery, yeah. That it doesn't kind of feel like a parody. It feels like its own thing. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's referencing that, but it's it's definitely not the same. And what it honestly reminds me of is the song in SpongeBob, F U N, fun. Okay, I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> the beginning. I don't watch SpongeBob, so the beginning of that sounded um, interesting. And because in the in this song. SpongeBob is trying to teach Plankton what fun is about. And so uh, SpongeBob sings like a nice little chorus about fun is like friends and we're doing stuff together and like um, all of all of, uh, F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for anywhere at any time at all down here. Oh, in the my, gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But then, then, then Plankton Golly. takes that and says fire or F is for fire that burns down the whole place you is for uranium bombs and it's for no survivors and so like that's i understand why my parents didn't let me watch spongebob (laughs) so like (laughs) like it's taking this sweet little um what are they called like anagrams uh or across like acrostic poems acrostic poems poems. or like initial no it doesn't say well it's it's, it's, yeah never mind (laughs) um yeah it's taking like the acrostic poem that's like something nice and it's turning it into something like yeah not so nice or it's saying like the or like the idea that these are the things that can make up love right that 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 alone is like an interesting and it's an interesting statement, I think, it, because it's so counter to what you think it's going to be, um, and it's such a mm-hmm. it's such a classic love song that it's re- that it's referencing. Yeah, um, and also like the way the like instrumentation and the vocals feel like it's going to be something sweet, but then mm-hmm. it's like no, the way you lied to me. Yeah, it has this kind of like toy box like yeah. plucking uh, arpeggiated chord that happens that, mm-hmm. that that opens, and it sort of feels cutesy, like it's yeah. like this kind of cute thing and then you hear the lyrics and it's saying like you're vicious you lied to me mm-hmm. but also anyway sorry back to the v in in our az lyrics version sponsored az lyrics um the the, the v has a has a comma after yeah it. it goes to the next line that v and then comma you're so vindictive so perhaps the person they're talking to is v that's their yeah. name i mean maybe it's a double thing because it obviously it spells love if you in the acrostic yeah. way but um and v is for vindictive but i think it it does feel like it's addressing v right v you're so vindictive so i'll be vicious so we can we can call the the um person other person in the relationship v i think now okay also i like that the title has love in parentheses but it has end this as the as the, the claim yeah because it is because it's the reference it's like they're saying like the reference is love but end of this is what it's about. It's mm-hmm. like needing to end it, needing to get out. Yeah. All right, should I read the first uh, actual verse? Yeah. Every time I think about you and the roses here in my room, I can't help but really want to tell everybody 
How you got away with words. You put my heart in a hearse. I feel all the twists and turns of your knife in my chest, and yet I... Jeez. Okay. Okay. So, that's so, so many references to the first song. Roses here in my room, and the first song, Buy the narrator flowers. buys himself flowers. Then the, um, the heart, um, in the first song, uh, they say, um, I've been so messed up, it's bad for my heart, my heart. Mm-hmm. And, my heart, my heart. Yeah. Um, and then the, the knife in my chest, um, I, that seems like kind of like a stabbing in the back thing. It's also an image from Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was which, thinking here, the no weight on my chest, I'm above it, is like, mm-hmm. like we, we analyzed that was like when the, after, post, uh, like after their relationship has ended, they no longer feel a weight on their chest. And this mm-hmm. seems like when they're ending the relationship, they feel like a knife in their chest. So it's not, not even just mm-hmm. a weight, but like a acute pain. And it's twisting, it's a twisting knife, right? So, I mean, what I was thinking, too, is, like, the knife in the chest or the stomach or whatever, like, the the knife or whatever is, it reminds me of Romeo and Juliet, which is a classic example of immature love. Mm -hmm. Um, Not very healthy, uh, immature, uh, more infatuation than love, really. A film that Haley Steinfeld was Yeah, (laughs) indeed, indeed. Um, I think, too, that the twisting, it's not just a knife, it's your knife, so Mm -hmm. it's, it's like V's knife. So, um, uh, Sort of saying, I can't help but want to expose you. Saying, I want to tell everybody how you got away with words. Maybe they, maybe V, the person that the narrator was with, um, said some really horrible things. Because it says mm-hmm. how you got away with words. Or, th- words could be I love yous. Yeah. So how you got away with I love yous. Yet mm-hmm. you still put my heart, you still buried my heart. This kind of idea of, you put it in a hearse. You, 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 you like... You know, it's dead to you. Or it could also be a conclusion to, um, in the previous song, Your Name Hurts, um, she calls the, the, V's name the worst of words. And perhaps V is, like, she's, or, um, the narrator's deliberately saying V in here to not say the narrator, or the, V's name because that hurts too much. We don't know if the narrator is we don't know if the narrator is a woman, but we did talk a little bit about how perhaps some of the ways that the narrator distances themselves from how blunt they're being yeah. and kind of apologizes could suggest that the narrator is a woman. Mm-hmm. Also um, or as at least like was socialized that way. Also if it, it's um Haley Steinfeld's like voice coming through. Mm-hmm. Um but your name hurts and then it's saying that names are words. And then... Oh, we didn't recap the other episodes at all. It's fine. Okay. If you want to know what we talked about before, you just have to go listen. Sorry. Yeah. Um, maybe take notes so you can just do, like, a <laughs> Spark Notes version of... Yeah. Maybe. Um, probably you don't want to do that. It's fine. I can... It'll be... just If you need to know what happens, it's it's basically... We're just expanding on the previous episode, so if you don't know what happened there, it's probably better to go listen than to try and guess, but... Because we're going to reference the other songs... And our other analysis. Yeah. Um, by the way. Um, anyway, so in in uh, Your Name Hurts, uh, the narrator says, I hope my name hurts, my name hurts. If names are words, mm-hmm. then this says you got away with words like, my name didn't hurt you. Mm. Well, you got away with that or you got away from it? Like Yeah, like you, you got away with, from that. with mm-hmm. not having to feel this pain that mm-hmm. I had to feel. We are talking really fast. 
Do you feel restless? I feel restless. You feel <laughs> restless to me, and that is making my energy want to match yours. Oh, sorry. Is that bad? Um, I don't know. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> the, um, uh, it says as well the, no, I'm just going to read the next part. Uh, I think you read that part. You're just going to read the next part. Um, parentheses. Mmm. <laughs> and parentheses. No one's ever messed me up like you did. Thanks to you, babe. Now I know what love is. Sounds pretty sarcastic. Yes, especially since it immediately goes into Ella's for the way you lied to me, etc. <laughs> yeah. It sort of has that, like, it has a, it has a sarcastic tone and also... Uh, like calling them babe. Yeah. When it's like you can tell they're they're done. Like mm-hmm. th- this is after what has happened. Yeah. It's kind of um. Uh, also, no one's ever messed me up like you did. Right. It kind of bel- it well kind of belittles them to be like to call them babe is like call them this pet name in yeah. that way in in that tone. Also, um, do we think that this happens? Not that there is a chronology necessarily, but do we think that this would happen before or after your name hurts? I think after your name hurts, but... Before it's over. Before, yeah, like, I feel like this is the moment when she ends, or they end the relationship. Mm, Okay. Like, um, I think this is the point where, um, the I faced my sins, uh, from I love yous, um, like that, that bit. I was wondering, in a more general sense, uh, I know that we're, we're, we loosely follow the conventions of literary analysis. That's like what we mm-hmm. what we try to do. But in just more of the cultural referency way, what do you? How do you feel about the spelling out? Like, what it, what does that convey? Because to me, it kind of conveys like youth. The L O V E and the or E-N-D. the E N D, but but just like. Um, so the, what's going to happen after this is the chorus is going to repeat again, yeah, which we've already I'll, read. The chorus repeats, and then there, I'll read this, um, like, okay. addition to the chorus. Um, it goes, L, or, love, L-O-V-E-N-D, this love, parentheses, ooh, and then it repeats that, um, two more times, and then it says, L-O-V-E, love, and then in parentheses, love. And I also love is a pet name, so it could easily be yeah. like addressing the, that person saying, you know, calling them love, and then L-O-V-E-N-D, I mean, it's 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 not a real word, but... Yeah. But I, I, I mean the sort of spelling things out, I, I notice, I sometimes notice that that happens in children's songs. Um, mm. It happens in other moments, too, and I've noticed it in other pop songs when it's doing the acrostic poem thing. Yeah, but it, but also just the the idea of like needing to spell something out for somebody, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's like um, make it's like emphasizing it, making sure they understand. Right. Like, isn't that a phrase people say? Like, do I need to spell it out for you? Yeah. Yeah. So they're spelling it out for them. Mm, literally. Literally. Yeah. And That's I like cool. I do like the love l o v e n d. Like you think it's gonna be about. You think you're spelling out love, but like it, it shifts to like the end. Right. It's not lovened. Yeah, the end is the more prominent thing because end this love. Right. Is like a phrase that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, should I read the next part? Uh, yeah. Okay. Parentheses, love. Every time I'm back in this. Okay. Parentheses, love. 
Every time I'm back at this bar, pour a little salt on my scars. Man, you really pulled me apart, like a toy you'd play with. Boy, you got away with murder, and you took it one step further. <laughs> Ooh, spicy. Took it one step further. Still feel all the twists and the turns of the ride in my mind that you took me on. Ah. In parentheses. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked reacting in the middle there, but mm -hmm. the, the throwing in the murder, I mean, I know it's probably a metaphor, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that that might just, that might just emphasize the, uh, the, the intensity of how yeah. strong their actions made them feel. I think, like, if we're still talking about this, um, like, long distance type of thing of, like, the relationship sort of falling apart because they're no longer in the same place, mm -hmm. um, I think that, uh, like, this idea of getting away with murder is kind of, like, relevant. It's like the, um, like the fleeing the crime scene type of situation, mm -hmm. you know, and like they didn't really know for sure that the relationship was over because, you know, they tried to make it work, it seemed like, but then it was just like too painful. Also, the, 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 this furthers that imagery of like, you put my heart in a hearse mm -hmm. and like, yeah. the, and like the knife, like, I, I don't. It doesn't sound as serious as that somebody actually murdered somebody because a lot of the time when people actually murder somebody in like murder ballads and stuff, it's not as blunt as you murdered so and so. Um, definitely this feels like a metaphor. Also, it feels like it's talking about the narrator is the one who get murdered, and the narrator wouldn't have a voice if the narrator was right. dead. <laughs> well, well, it's a song, maybe. Yeah. But but just the um, but, but they wouldn't. Oh, sorry. the um. But like you murdered in, our love, and I yeah, and I love you's. Uh, the narrator seems very much alive, right. and like is trying to Cope. continue their life. So I I really don't yeah. I don't think they're dead. I think th yeah, does they don't have that um ghost ghost vibe. No, but I do think and it, what I think is is a couple things that are interesting is the way that they call the narr they call V boy and man like maybe maybe V is a boy, but also the kind of way of of like. And I think we'll see this in the next song, but the way that boy and man are, like, different and saying, like, mm -hmm. boy, you got away with murder. Like, I know this is a yeah. thing people say, um, but, like, to refer to anybody regardless. Yeah, and they're not, it's not, like, mm. oh, boy and man mm. aren't even necessarily, like, referencing a person specifically. Right. They can often just be sort of expressions. But I do think that here it could possibly yeah. be referencing I think a person. It, I think in this case it could be either. Like a, like an immature person. Yeah. And I also think, um, I, I like this, uh, I like that the they purse they the narrator places murder as um as less significant than the ride that V took them on. Mm -hmm. It says um what does like, it say? It says boy it says boy you got away with murder and you took it wrong. one step further. St I, st one step further still feel all the twists and turns which relates back to the image of the knife mm -hmm. um of the ride that you of the ride in my mind that you took me on. Yeah. So like the mental mind games that they were being taken being taken through yeah like the murder um, wasn't the worst part if they had just like if they had just ended it. yeah if if it would if it was like i'm moving away i don't think that long distance will work for me yeah. and the relationship it's just heartbreak you know maybe they mm -hmm. they stay in touch stay friends whatever um mm -hmm. but they aren't like there's not this romantic expectation that's placed on their relationship, but it's not this roller coaster. But but it's now but, a roller coaster. Right? But since yeah. they didn't do that, there's like it seemed like there were trust problems. It seemed like there was like 
yeah, I mean, trust problems and, like, problems of distance and, like, feeling in two places at once and, yeah, like, all these these other problems that came as a result of um, the the not end of the relationship, the not right. murder. Yeah, that it's not just, like, this heartbreak that you accept and deal with, but it's it's also this dragged out game of, like, a roller coaster of twists and turns mm-hmm. of, in their mind because there's a lot of issues there. Also, um, the... <laughs> The reference to you pulled me apart like a toy you'd play with, referring back to the album cover art. Mm, um, yeah, and all and I, I like that too because it also furthers the idea that the partner in this situation, the V, is immature because of saying like it's like you played with me like a toy, like yeah. I was a toy. Um, I mean that image like, and then calling them a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think that the D evolution from man to boy is also yeah. interesting. Also, the the first line. Let's just talk briefly about that back at this bar. Mm-hmm. I know that we've been referring a little bit to the imagery relating to substances, but also there could be the idea of like the bar isn't a literal bar. Maybe it is, but it could also be like every time I like bring myself back to like putting that up to my lips, like when I'm when I'm re- replaying this for myself, like the the imagery that we had before of like feeling this person on their lips or like having the like having memories of them on their lips and like burning on their lips and stuff mm-hmm. maybe it relates to that like pour a little salt in my scars like when i rehash these memories it just like makes those scars hurt more kind of thing maybe it's a literal bar though okay so i heard bar <laughs> i heard i heard like oh not not like the the bar you go to to drink, drink. beer or whatever um what about the bar as in, in like, music no lawyers oh and then i thought legally blonde okay and now hear me out we have what's his name like warner warner, warner. <laughs> um in german the w makes a v okay. sound i don't want to hear that which theory is, which is v i don't want to hear that theory sorry okay no 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 y- y- you you explore it for me but what i'm saying is I don't think we should pursue it. <laughs> okay. I'll add some levity in with my with my illegally blonde theory. So we have L. We have Warner. Oh my gosh, we have L, you're right. We have L. <laughs> oh yeah, the the, the L. L. Oh <laughs> <laughs> but, well, anyway, so I think I think that little uh, letter thing is nice. Oh, and the letters. It is except, 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 can I just say that usually when we have words from German that move to English, they maintain their W and we pronounce it as the English W sound. There is not very many times where they transliterate that into having a V at the front. Yes. That is not something that, that happens is, very much. So this is kind of like that going is absolutely the true. That's a big stretch. That's, That's a, a huge stretch. Yeah. So. But I think I think some of the beats of this are similar of like Though L like goes to Harvard Law with, well, not Warner, with, but at the same time as Warner, and then realizes that he's not a great person at Harvard. I think that the only thing with that is that if if you are still talking about a long distance situation, that immediately closes the distance. So yeah, that says you were exactly. long distance, and now I'm here. And there's no doubt that if- there's no time really that right. L and Warner are long distance. It's more like he breaks up with her, and then she like moves. Moves. Spoilers for Legally Blonde. <laughs> That's not even a spoiler. That happens in the first okay. like 15 minutes. Well, I gotta say, like I I I keep saying I gotta say. When did I start saying that? I don't know. Sorry. Um, the 
the thing about that is just in the most broad sense. We can relate those things because Alan Warner's relationship is also not very healthy and has yeah. a lot of trust issues and a lot of jealousy and cheating mm-hmm. even. And I don't know if there's cheating here, but um, yeah. there's cheating there. I wouldn't there. take it out. I wouldn't like, I say that there's not. Yeah, but, I wouldn't say but we haven't seen any evidence for yeah. cheating yet. Um, besides lying, which could imply that. But mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we're basically done with the lyrics, aren't we? Uh, yeah, it goes to the, mm, no one's messed you, me up like you, and then it does the L-O-V-E, and then it does the love end, and then it does the <laughs> yes. L-O-V-E. Yes, so. you can look up the lyrics if you are interested. But This is an interesting development. We have a name for the main character. We have mm, we have a name for the the secondary character. Uh, sorry, my bad. The Not secondary the character. The person that hurt the narrator. Yes. Um... I, I, I think this song's really, it's simple, like, it's not very long, but it, it does a really good job, again, tying into the other themes. Like, so far, what we've what we've noticed here and been able to pick apart is just how well this uh, EP so far has, like, been able to be cohesive within itself. Like, all the songs really are kind of tied to this central theme, it seems, and they mm-hmm. all sound like they're about the same relationship. Yeah. They don't sound like they're about other relationships, do they? No, they 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 feel like they're building off of each other. They, like, call back to each other, too. <clears throat> yeah. I definitely see, like, I mean, I was referencing the other one so many times in, in this analysis. You know, I, I didn't mean to shut down your Legally Blonde theory. Um, if, if, if it comes up again, I'm open to it. Okay, here's the thing. I <laughs> have not watched Legally Blonde in a very long time, and I don't really remember all of the story. Um... Well, there is a character whose name starts with V, and it's Warner's new girlfriend. Oh, huh. Interesting. Yeah, Vivian, I think. Hmm. I might be wrong. I'm kind of going off the musical in my head, so. I think um, they're pretty much the same. Or at uh, least hit the same beats, you know? Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, the musical. Yes. I, I, V could, I guess, be Vivian, but that would really make some interesting fan fiction about Legally Blonde. Well, th- this could be... Warner's perspective? No, it w- it could be some outside perspective of the of Vivian's past of like uh she was also in a bad relationship. Right. Oh, um, I mean, it could be even just Elle saying, "Warner, you lied to me. I'm the only one the only one that who sees that your new girlfriend V is terrible mm. and you should break up so that you love me." Yeah, I mean, the problem with this is that V is seems to be addressed as you. So. Right. All, except, I mean, yes, it does. But also, they could all be in one room. And also, as a reference back in I Love You's to Diamonds, it's that their whole thing is they break up because she thinks he's going to propose and say I love you and like seal that with the diamond, but he breaks up. Yeah. With her. Spoilers for Legally Blonde. Well, I think <laughs> the diamonds is... To me, it seemed more like a promise of, like, potentially having, like... A future? Yeah, like, this, this like, you know, if we go to the Your Name Hurts, like, the, the ending of the story that is, like, the happy ending, they're engaged, woohoo. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's sort of, like, this promise of maybe this is what our future is going to be, and then they're like, uh, no, not really, um, because you're, this is just pain. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But anyway, what I was thinking is the this couldn't this could be like a side story to to Legally Blonde. It's not about the main characters, it's about um the 
like Vivian's past relationship before she meets Warner, before she goes to Harvard. Mm. Um, like maybe she was in a similar situation to How many times has she had to take the bar though? I don't... Every time I'm back at this bar. <sighs> mm. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know. The the narrator is but I, I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> It was a stretch. It was a stretch, and it didn't work, and it's fine. It's fine. But you wanted it to not all be serious, so I felt like, might as well. Might as well. I mean, it can be whatever you want it to be. If it, if you want it to be about Legally Blonde, I'm sure you can make it about Legally Blonde. I don't really want it to be about Legally Blonde, because I don't know enough about Legally Blonde. Um, should we go ahead and do our predictions? Sure, yeah. Um, so, outside of the Timeless Void, what are you doing right now? Or not right now, but what has happened? What In time is it? the month of April. Yes, it is the month of April, correct. Uh, it, it, outside the Timeless Void. Okay, so I will have taken a test in French. One test. At least one. At least one test, yeah. yes. And I also believe that I might be thinking in French. Oh. And what are you thinking? Just my normal thoughts, but in French. Yeah, like like what? What's an example in French? What's a what's a thought you might have? Um, je dois prendre le bus. I must take the bus. Nice. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know they had buses in France. Wow, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> I learned something every day. Um, that's very cool. Do you, do you uh? Did did anything come of the friendship with the or did anything come of the Turkish uh, exchange Turkish student? Friend. Turkish friendship. Um, maybe we had a group project together. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. That's nice. all we got. Um, what about you? How is your April? Um, April. Uh, I probably had some spring break stuff mm -hmm. and hung out with people uh preparing for the next term uh did i did you go anywhere for spring break maybe i went uh maybe i went to minnesota and uh skied <laughs> i actually never skied before so maybe i did that also maybe i Passed all my classes. Wait. That would be nice. I guess cross-country skiing. I was gonna say, Minnesota's pretty flat, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like the the Yeah, you can do cross-country Not the mountain stuff. Yeah. But yeah, maybe I passed my classes. That would be wonderful. I, I don't... I, I don't so. have a great streak of that. So, yeah, hopefully I passed my classes. Um. So yeah, I passed my classes. I will that to happen. Um. We're doing theater classes, so... Yeah, I am. I'm doing that. And then I went to Minnesota and skied. And uh, that's what I've been doing. Skiing. Nice, nice. Yeah. Never done it before, but I'm sure that I will at some point. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Um. It's today, we got lost in the lyrics of End This, L-O-V-E, and learned that it is... Well, we learned that it, ba it builds on the other songs still very well, and that this person really did hurt them in a significant way and in fact in a strong enough way that the, the that there are references to kind of more violent acts yeah. and also we think that this is the the 
breakup moment. Right. We also learned that the person that they're talking to could possibly be named V. Mm-hmm. Or have their name start with V. Um, thank you to uh, Haley Steinfeld, uh, Elizabeth Lowell, Boland, Trey Campbell, uh, Stephen Kosmeniak, uh, Bert Kampfert, uh, and Mitt Gobbler uh, for writing it, and to Haley Steinfeld for singing it. This podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening inclusive music is by Elliot, and I'll be making Instagram pictures from maybe the Timeless Void, maybe not. If you have any questions or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, though probably not until we leave this Timeless Void, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LITLpod, or email us at lostinalyrics.pod at gmail.com. Thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Pod and that you join us next time to get Lost in the Lyrics. Have a dandy day!